nostalgia, memories, growing up in Central Florida in the 1990s. What a bunch of sappy crap. It's the Sappy Crap Podcast. Starring Steve Bauman and Jarman Day. Welcome to the Sappy Crap Podcast, episode 14, where the names are changed, but the stories are real. I'm Jarman. And I'm Steve. That's right. The stories are real, or at least how our foggy brains remember them all these years later. <laughs> and we're here to tell stories that only two longtime best friends can. So why don't you stumble with us down memory lane as we talk about the sickness. Getting down with the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about getting sick and what that means to us when we were growing up and just experiences we've had getting sick and getting sappy about it. Sickness is on everyone's mind right now with the height of COVID-19. Uh, occurring that's right it's on it everyone's thinking about it but we've been sick a lot of times in our lives yeah and we hope you guys out there don't have anybody suffering from covid right now or yeah, have lost anybody it's it's terrible but um our condolences out to anybody suffering with or from this will mostly be a more positive i think uh rundown memory lane of sickness but there will be some uh I, on my end, at least, some little bit graphic things. So if you're a little, if you're easily, oh, it's be real good. If you're a little easily mm. queasy, maybe you shouldn't uh, listen to this episode. Mm. But it should be fine. <laughs> so what's the first thing that pops to your mind about sickness? So the first big sick I remember mm-hmm. was the, the classic sick for kids, probably third, maybe fourth grade, and that's the chicken pox. Oh yeah, did you get chicken pox? I did. I still have a scar on my forehead for my chicken pox. Yeah. So I remember I got chicken pox, just terrible fever mm. for three or four days, you know, 103, 104. There's like just insane fevers. You can only get as a kid or when you're dying as an adult. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and the anecdote at the time, I don't know if it's still true, is that the first few pox that you get are the worst ones. Mm. I didn't know that. So you hear people about getting them on eyelids and stuff like that. But uh, and I'll, this is part of that graphic thing. I'll tell you, my my first one that showed up was like right on the head of my penis. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Especially as a little kid. And I remember as like a nine year old thinking like, oh, my God, my life is over. <laughs> it's going to fall off. <laughs> Chicken pox are going to kill me. <laughs> and now kids also deal with it because there's a vaccine for chicken pox isn't there there is man they're never gonna know the fun <laughs> all that price of right is right i got to watch <laughs> well i'll say something strange for my chicken pox experience that extends the rest of my life unfortunately is that um chicken pox is actually a form of herpes some people don't know that and yes. it stays in your system for the rest of your life and typically when you get to be an old person is when you experience shingles and shingles are basically the chickenpox virus retroactively coming out of your body when you have a low immune system. So typically if you're really, really ill or if you become old and your system is not as strong as it once be, you start getting shingles, which is like a little patch of uh, like a rash that's itchy and um, it's puffy and itchy and, and unfortunate. But since I was a weak, sickly little kid because I had heart problems ever since I was born, I got it pretty much right after I got chicken pox, I started getting shingles and it would be whenever I would be really stressed or if I got another sickness, like a cold or something, or even UV rays will bring it out. So, and the weird thing they'll tell you about shingles that sometimes it can make you paralyzed. So it's on your nerve center in the middle of your body. And so I'd wake up one morning and all of a sudden I couldn't move the left side of my body. Uh, This only happened a couple of times in my whole life. Um, But the one time I remember being like home during the summer 
and I had to scream out because I'd locked my door at night, like every night for some reason. And I was just screaming like, I can't move. Hello, is anybody there? I can't move. My parents had to come in and like you pop the lock with a, a paper clip in my house and they pop it open and then they'd help me out. And I was, they had to figure out what was going on. So we had to the doctor and they're like, oh, yeah, shingles are coming. That happens sometimes. But it was pretty scary. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Anything else for you, sir? Um, no, nah, chicken pox. All I remember is the fever, fever and the penis thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now this isn't quite sickness, but it makes you feel like you're sick. Any, any surgeries that you've had in your lifetime? Uh, yeah, I've had two surgeries in my lifetime, uh, both for hernias. Oh, ouch. ouchies. Both of them were, were pretty low key, both in through my belly button. I think you're you know, pretty young for tubes, one of those too, weren't you? Tubes and stuff. Yeah, I was 16 for the first one. Damn. The first one was crazy, <laughs> crazy. So here's okay. Here's the story I was playing on telling. Okay, so all of a sudden I was like a 16, 15, 16 year old kid, and I had this thing in my groin, ooh, that like was down and came down next to my balls. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> right and i was like well it goes away sometimes so i'm probably fine. that's not good and i like lived with it for i can't remember how long it probably it felt like an eternity it was probably not that long <laughs> but i remember we watched I, so my dad and i would watch er together and it was a big episode because it was the one where mark green finally died from cancer mm. and i remember thinking like oh my god if this is cancer i'm gonna die and that night after er <laughs> My dad had this thing in my crotch. (laughs) And he was like, that's not normal. We need to go see a doctor. Yeah. So we went to a bunch of places and I was right on the young end of the spectrum for this one kind of testicular cancer. Mm. So they were really concerned. It was that. So I went and did ultrasounds and all sorts of things to confirm it wasn't good. They never did an autopsy. They stopped short of that. But well, you weren't dead, so <laughs> no, no, no. But I remember the doctor said it was one of the biggest hernias he'd seen. Oh wow! It was really it was like the size of a banana. So did they? How did they fix it? They just like push it all back up, and they put a little piece of mesh. That's what I've heard. Yeah, in the break of your wall line, uh, your your stomach wall line. Ouch! Just to keep it in. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on the surgery front, you've had some surgeries. You've had some serious surgeries. Well, yeah, when I was born, I had a hole in one of my valves. I was just born with a hole there. And they said they couldn't do anything about it when I was too young because the technology wasn't that great. Nowadays, you can get that surgery done when you're like an infant and it's safe. But they had to wait till I was older. Um, But as I got older, a piece of scar, a piece of like tissue fell into the hole and stopped up the hole. And they're like, oh, it kind of naturally healed itself. So now there's no blood escaping and it's, it's no turbulence. It's just going right over the hole and it's fine. But then this scar tissue started building up around that piece of tissue that had fallen in the hole. And so when the blood went through my valve, it would twirl and spin as it went through. And so eventually I said that would probably burst the valve and so if I didn't get any surgery done. So by the time I was 12 years old, I had to get heart surgery to basically smooth over that area and make it so it would never be turbulent again. And so now every couple of years i go to the cardiologist just to make sure it hasn't gotten rough again where it's causing twirling and spinning but so far it's been you know how many 20 something years and it's it's totally fine uh, but yeah that was a great experience i got to be it was really painful when i woke up but i got to do morphine and that was fun and for a 12 year old and then like two weeks of recuperation just playing video games and having a good old time <laughs> so that was something 
And then I had my tonsils out. I had I had all this bad. Oh, that's a good time. Yeah, it was terrible breath through the high school. And I had these little pockets of, you know, pus that would get in the back of my throat, make my breath terrible. And so finally, they're like, you need to get your tonsils taken out. So they they took them out and I had to get ice cream, you know, and cold stuff for, you know, a few days. And it was fine. It was, But it was uh, not a fun experience that the tonsils hurt a lot. That was actually probably more painful than the. Oh, and I always tell this, but the worst part of my heart surgery was not them ripping my chest open and waking up with the pain in my chest, but when they finally pulled the catheter out of my penis, because <laughs> oh, the, the nurse was like, okay, we're gonna pull this out. I'm like, you can leave it in. It's fine. She's like, no, no. If you want to get out of here at any point, you have to take this out and pee on your own. And she's like, three, two, and pulled it out like on two and scared the shit out of me. And it hurt like nothing has ever hurt my entire life. That was the worst pain I've ever experienced. And I'm wow. I've talked to people since and women catheters hurt a lot more than men, supposedly, and it's not supposed to hurt that much. So she must have done something wrong. Um, so I'm mad at that <laughs> nurse to this day. <laughs> uh, my name, the, the, so here's the time I remember just the most sick still to this day, the most sick. And this was in high school. We were doing the show. Hello, Dolly. Oh, yeah. I was the lead Horace Vandy Gelder. <laughs> And the night before opening night, I woke up at 2 a.m. And like pooed myself to death and then (laughs) threw up all over myself. And I did that every hour on the hour, like an alarm clock until like 6 a.m. Oh, God. That's terrible. Um, I was weak. I was so beat up. But I remember we had a preview thing at school. So I got in the shower and I almost passed out. But I didn't tell my parents because I knew they wouldn't let me go to the preview thing. Of course. So I went and I was just dying. And I remember the course teacher came and talked to me and told me I need to go home. <laughs> yes. So I went home and rested up and I wasn't, I was just terrible. So finally my dad, probably around noon, took me to a doctor. Mm-hmm. And the doctor said, this is food poisoning more than likely. There's nothing we can do about it except for let it run its course. We can treat some of the symptoms. Right. We can give you something for the nausea. And I said, yes, please, God, let's do that. I've been just, it's been everywhere. It's so messy. <laughs> it's been everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, so he gives me this huge shot that goes in my butt. The only time I've ever gotten a shot in my ass was from mm. this doctor in this scenario. And as he's, as after he does it, he goes, you're going to get pretty sleepy for, for a while. And I was like, I was like, will I be okay for tonight? He's like, ah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I remember getting in the car. I don't remember the drive home. I don't remember getting out the car. Next thing I remember is it was like six 30 and call was at six for this show. And my dad waking me up and he said, if we're going to go, we need to go now. And I said, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so I get in the car. We go to the school. I walk into our theater director getting into my costume. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Getting ready to go out. And I said, get out of my costume, old man. <laughs> so I got in my costume and I went to the chorus room to check in because everyone was doing warm ups. And I walked in and had like, I was so groggy and sick and depleted. And I watched it and everyone started cheering and clapping that I was there. And I was so raw. I started crying. <laughs> 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 I had to walk out of the room because I was just so drained. Oh, yeah. Um, and my brother 
waited backstage for me. He had a bag with a fresh shirt, fresh underwear, and Gatorades in it. <laughs> he was like a weird 26-year-old guy hanging out backstage asking people where my next exit was. <laughs> In case you pooed yourself. <laughs> Thank you, Christian. <laughs> uh, but I made it through the performance. Yeah. And then you got better. But that was tr- just the most actively sick I've ever remembered being. Oh. Yeah, like I think actively ill. I remember one time having a stomach virus for real, because like, so many times people use stomach virus as the fake go to thing for like, I can't come. I have a stomach virus or I got food poisoning. But when it's real, it's terrible. And I remember going to the doctor with my dad. I think I was probably 15 or something like that as well. And they gave me a suppository, the only and first one I'd ever had my entire Whoa. life. Um, okay. and I was like, what's this now? And they said, we have to put this up your butt. I'm like, Oh, uh, what? <laughs> so they did That's that. That's gotta be surreal for what a 10 year old. How old did you say? I think you I was like 14 or something like that. Maybe. Whoa, even more surreal. <laughs> yeah. And, but then I was, I felt incredibly ill and then they put that up my butt and then within like 10 minutes, I felt fantastic. So I, I okay. th- there is a reason why they do that whole, like was the, like, the butt chugging thing with uh, fraternities where they put booze yeah. and you get immediately drunk because it, it absorbs into your system. Yeah. Cause it goes through your um, intestinal tract immediately. So like it's, that's where you absorb all that, the nutrients and stuff from your food. And so, yeah, I felt better faster than I've ever felt better in my life. <laughs> it was incredible, but I don't want to get another one, but uh, that's only suppository I've ever had in my life. That's fair. <laughs> I think the most sick to most well I've ever felt suddenly was uh it was senior year and the last day of school was like a half day for seniors and i remember we were going to go to someone's house and do the gallon challenge mm. and that's where you drink a gallon of milk i'm not sure if our uk <laughs> listeners have this uh so you drink a, a gallon of milk in an hour under or 30 minutes or under there's it's a urban legend kind of challenge so there's all sorts of different variations on the rules right but it started out with like eight of us that were going to do it and then some people kind of chicken shit it out and it was like six and then more people chickened out. And eventually it was just down to me and our buddy, Kevin. Oh, I, I remember <laughs> and we were going to do this. So we got gallons of milk and we went and it was going fine at first, but you don't think about how much a gallon of milk is. <laughs> and Kevin got it down probably to two thirds, you know, two, he got two thirds of it inside of him and he started to lose it and just couldn't do it. And I remember I got down maybe to the last half inch of milk. <laughs> <laughs> and I I just was so miserable. <laughs> so full of dairy. <laughs> that I was like, you know what? I'm just doing this. I'm going to get it all inside of my body. Just to say I did it. So like, I put it up. I chugged it. I just swallowed so hard. I got every last bit inside of me. I threw the thing to the ground. Someone like snapped a picture. I took three or four steps and then it all came. (laughs) No, I think I remember both of you throwing up and I remember it being, it started turning pink and it was disgusting (laughs) (laughs) because of like something we had for lunch. (laughs) I'm like coloring in it. You had candy or something. I just remember being pink from both of you. I don't know why. I just remember it being still cold. Oh, God. Coming up. That's terrible. (laughs) We told you, audience. We warned you. But afterwards, I felt spectacular. That was like going from the sickest I've ever felt to the best I've ever felt very quickly. Yeah, because your body's like, no, get this out. Thank God. What were you thinking? (laughs) No, no, this doesn't belong in here. This is wrong. You idiot. (laughs) 
there. Isn't that better? See, it's out. See, you shouldn't have done that. You're stupid. <laughs> That's right. Well, the sickest I think I've ever been, which was uh, in college, I got pneumonia. I don't know where it came from, but I was in Boston and I was a Floridian, so I wasn't used to the severe cold um, that can happen there. And I just thought I had a bad flu or something, but my roommate was like, you're blue. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, he took a picture of me on early, early like camera phones. I think it was as he turned it around and I was like, oh, I am blue. <laughs> so he took me to the I think Beth Israel is the one that's this you know famous hospital. It's in Boston. And we went there mm-hmm. and. I they's like, yep, you have pneumonia, fluid in your lungs. And so they treated me and I was fine. But I was just like, like dead to the world. <laughs> and people like people have recently told me this is something I want to ask you about that. Yeah, hit me. They think some people think they've never had a flu in their life. And I'm like, I've had a flu a bunch of times. Um, and they're like, no, those are probably colds. You just don't realize that you had a, a, just a bad cold. I'm like, no, I had a temperature. I was really, really sick. And like I was out of commission for a while. And then after a week, it was always the determining factor for cold versus flu yeah i get flu a uh, cold you don't have a fever right i do not get a fever i just feel yucky and i'm snotty yeah so i mean i've had a flu and they're like they keep telling me no 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 you just had a bad flu. you you would know if you had a flu i'm like yeah i know and i had a flu <laughs> so it's like i'm okay <laughs> i'm glad you said i didn't realize that if you have if you don't have a temperature then it's cold but if you do have a temperature and i i'm not even saying that's real that's my how i internally judge it if i don't have a temperature it's a cold yeah, and I think that's fair. And if it lasts more than like a day or so, then it's probably a flu, you know. I don't know. Um, I got strep right before graduation for college. Everyone thought I was full of shit and faking it, but I was so friggin' sick. Yeah, why would you want to miss your own graduation? Well, it wasn't even that. It was like I got out, not say I got out of, like I ended up skipping some finals. Oh, I see. Or having to do remote or makeup because like I was ill and I remember everyone thought I was full of shit Ann and I had just started relatively just started dating and I remember she told me she was getting shit really? people were like Steve is Steve faking it <laughs> <laughs> this is a Christian university uh, he can't lie <laughs> yeah no I was super ill I got tested it was strep I had a fever for like multiple days tore me up but I was supposed to host the end of the year award show for the theater department oh like it was really going to be like the nail in the end of my time. That would have been fun. There. And I just remember being like, you know, I had missed all the rehearsals for it. Mm. I showed up like the day of and got filled in on everything and then had to go and perform that night. Oh, so you did do it. I did. <laughs> but there was a voice. So I took beginner's voice like multiple times because at the end I had enough credits. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took beginner's voice and I you know, with the little bit of training you and I have had in general, we're better male singers than the average the guy like me. So for the end of the year recital thing, I was supposed to be the MC and I had a script written and it was all like sixties and doo-wop kind of music. And I had some really cute stuff. And like literally the day before I got terribly ill, <laughs> he was like that morning even. And I remember having to tell the teacher like, Hey, I'm not coming. I know I was supposed to be the glue that made this show work. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oops. <laughs> I got strep and I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Well, you got bronchitis all the time, right? Growing up, it was something like As that. A kid in Pennsylvania, yeah, I got bronchitis. Constantly. I thought there was something that you got when we were growing up together. I thought there was something you got a lot throat related. I got or- sinusitis. Like I got, I got nasal infections pretty consistently in, in Florida. Damn, we are we are broken, man. 
That's right. <laughs> but I always liked cold. People like don't like getting colds. So I, I, I like being in bed. I don't mind being stuffed up and <laughs> having a cough. I love cough medicine. Like I, I just enjoy- I love cough. Medicine. I do. Like I drink this whiskey called um, Red Stag whiskey, and people think, oh, it's terrible. It tastes like cough medicine. I'm like, what are you talking about? Cough medicine's awesome. Mm, <laughs> tastes like cough medicine. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, but I will say, since COVID has happened. I haven't gotten sick otherwise. I've gotten food sick like one time. Yeah, because everyone's staying safe and washing their hands and wearing masks. It keeps you from getting yeah, cold. I'm not out as much. I'm not touching door handles and thing and coffee machines that people are teaching. You know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you weren't one to be totally germaphobic beforehand, so I could see why you get sick more often because you weren't like me. Yeah, where you- I don't care. I lick doorknobs and stuff. It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. No big deal. <laughs> Uh, one funny story I have is that uh, it involves you was uh, oh, kind of getting sick. It's a body thing happening. Well, I Ooh. went to visit you in Seattle. I think it was Seattle, your parents' house and they had a, they had a hot yeah. tub. And so yeah. we got in the hot tub and I went back to back to college and suddenly I had this rash appearing on my skin and I, it was a complete ring right around my torso. And I was like, what the hell is this? And I went to the doctor and the, this really old Jewish doctor, he's like, I know exactly what that is. Were you in a water of any time recently? And I was like, well, yeah, I was in this hot tub. He's like, that's what it was. There was some germs or something on the, the top of the water and it all sits there on the top. But if it's not cleaned properly, then you get a rash. And so I had this like a perfect ring right around my torso from the top of the water of your, your hot tub. I don't remember ever getting a rash or anything. No, I don't think anyone else did. Of course, I got stuck with it somehow. I don't know how, but um, he gave me some like antibacterial stuff and it went away like in a couple of days. But it was just so weird having this perfect ring right around my torso. <laughs> From your hot tub. All right, here's here's another one. You came to visit me once. You came to visit me two times in Seattle, uh, and one of them you brought your college roommate from Boston, mm-hmm. a young guy maybe named Jonathan. I can't remember his name, but yeah. And you guys came out for like a long weekend, and we did some terrible drinking. <laughs> and I remember Jonathan threw up in my parents' sink. Oh, I do remember that. And my dad was so pissed, and he gave me crap about that for years. <laughs> Four years, but like, yeah, you gotta invite some friends over. We have them throw up in my sink. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have them throw up in my sink, shithead? <laughs> That's what your dad always called us, was shithead. I remember that. It was great. It's a loving term. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I remember one time uh, in college was my most probably what we call it um, the sexually adventurous phase of my life, where I was uh, I was dating a lot of women uh, different times, and. And I was always thought I was pretty safe about things, but then I was starting these bumps on my on my area down there. And I was oh, really no. worried. And so I was about to call people and everything. But I went to the doctor and got a checkup. And the first doctor was like, oh, looks like you got genital warts. I'm like, no, how is this possible? And then it's like, <laughs> I, me? No. I, even though I was not being the safe as I could possibly be, but I would always wear protection. Um, but then so I went to a second doctor because I didn't want to believe it. And luckily I did because the second much younger, more recently out of med school doctor was like, oh, that's just this uh, bacterial thing that you get from um, a lot of people get it in dorm rooms. Little kids get it from pools and stuff like that. It's from using like a towel that needs to be washed. <laughs> Oh, this is, you get it from loose women. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Just, uh, so uh, apparently cool this thing is bar- n- really never sexually transmitted. It's only from like usually from towels that need to be washed. So basically it was from a gross towel or possibly someone else used my towel without me knowing. 
Um, and so you get it on more butthole or something. I don't know, but it's like a bacterial thing. And so I was like, I was terrified that I had genital warts the rest of my life. And then apparently I don't. So we got some saucy details in this podcast, folks. Good (laughs) news. The German does not have (laughs) genital warts. That's right. And I, yeah, I came out, you know, mostly unscathed from that terrible period of my life. (laughs) Yeah. I got, I had to get some blood tests, I don't know, two years ago or something. And then ended up doing a whole panel of things, including STD. And I was like, yeah, escaped my entire youth without anything. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Oh, I I had one of those too. I had an SD test and then they sent back a positive result for herpes. And I was like, I don't have genital herpes. And they just said herpes, but they didn't, I didn't realize that they, they broke down the tests on the website. It's because uh, of my my shingles. That's what it is. So I don't. Oh have, yeah. I was like, I don't have genital herpes. So basically, no doctors herpes type whatever the hell. Yeah, and so doctors keep trying to tell me that I have STDs when I don't. So that's what I'm pissed off about. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't believe it until it falls off. Until my dick falls off from that one chicken buck. You just keep telling the doctors they are wrong. I refuse to believe your fake news about my penis. That's right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's good times. <laughs> <laughs> so does that wrap up this episode of the Happy Crap Podcast? I think it does. Uh join us next time as we pick another topic to reminisce, rewind, and remotely think about. Absolutely. Definitely remotely for the two of us. So thanks That's for right. joining us for this delightful stumble down memory lane. And don't forget, the good old days weren't always that good. Chicken pock of my penis. Chicken pock of my life is over. (laughs) All right. That's an episode. This podcast was brought to you by A Play on Nerds.